0: Hello, and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute. The Daily Podcast, where we analyze the movie, The Two Towers, one whiff of old Toby at a time.
1: Oh my god.
0: I'm (laughs) Norman Mitchell.
1: I'm Cassandra Fredrickson.
0: And joining us again today is Bob Kester and Tasha Robinson. Hello. Hello. Howdy. Thanks for joining us again today, guys.
2: Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah.
0: And today we're talking about Minute 69, which starts... Nice. sorry <laughs> up top <laughs> I knew someone was gonna do it you're welcome which starts with the gates closing and ends with Mary looking off into the forest with just terror in his face he's very
1: concerned
3: he's it's just it's horror in his eyes it's always nice on the movies by minute thing where you have such a nice like break between two minutes like that <laughs> it's like boom the scene is over zip, the scene is beginning
0: like this minute and next minute end with like a close up on Mary or like a shot of Mary's face <laughs> with uh-huh. with a particular
3: expression. Yeah, that is a great Mary face at the end of the minute.
0: He he just looks so horrified.
3: <laughs>
0: He's like, and I'm stuck I here with think... Pippin, and there's these weird noises, <laughs> and Pippin's useless if something is... awful happens.
2: This is such a goofy moment, though.
0: Pippin is so happy and comfortable. This also doesn't look... Mary's like... This doesn't even remotely look like the same place where
3: Treebeard set them down. (laughs) No. Looks great, though. (laughs) I mean, this is... I mean, there's got to be some classic painting that they're basically recreating in this minute. It just looks so perfect. I
1: love that wide shot of all the trees framing their little sunshine spot. And there's,
0: like, the tree in between the two of them for a moment in the frame.
1: Oh, no, I mean, like, when Mary is like the first time. Mary's oh, when we were
0: looking at Mary like from relatively close kind of at a low angle.
1: Well, no, like when it, it, it's far away mm. and you see all the trees and they look like um, pillars. And then there's that other wide shot where like... There's like the tree the in the middle of the frame. Of the yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: I like the one with the tree in the middle of the frame kind of mm. up close towards the camera. So speaking of this set, uh, they drop a factoid in the commentary at this point.
1: Okay. And
0: they say they were budgeted for 350 sets. Oh my God. They built. Mm-hmm. They were budgeted for 350 sets, but they wound up building so many little extra ancillary sets for things that they don't even say how many. But they're like, we we built way more than that. It's like what they say in the commentary. Mm-hmm. But they were budgeted for 350. They had initially the, planned the
1: production of, of the trilogy. Three, okay, yeah,
0: they were. But they had planned and were budgeted for 350 sets. Like it was all planned out, and then they wound up needing more. And the waterfall in this set, this set was used for two things, and the waterfall was set up and built in a day, and then removed after they were done doing the filming. Oh, nice. So they came in, built the waterfall overnight, and then the next day, took the waterfall out of this and like put it back to what it was before to use
3: for other things. (laughs) Huh. That's crazy. So that's like a new set every two minutes? Something like that?
1: (laughs) I I don't know. Depending on the, the number of sets that they actually built.
3: Yeah. There's a lot yeah, of sets. Less than that. Wow.
2: It's also interesting that they built so many sets when, as you said, the last minute was shot largely in a gymnasium. Right. So, so they're not using a lot of like digital scenery here. This is all like a physical, an actual
0: physical set place. Yeah, virtually everything is physical sets. Uh, backgrounds are sometimes map paintings or digital effects, but anything, pre- pretty much anything up close that they actually interact with. Or they could feasibly in the scene is actually there.
2: Like the. Trans- I mean here there's a shot about 20 seconds in that I really like where the sun is streaming through the trees from above and Mary is moving into the space where Pippin is. and, and Pippin is like laying on this waterfall in just this incredibly debauched way. He's, like, as <laughs> debauched as you can possibly imagine for somebody who's apparently spent the night sleeping on rocks and drinking water.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. But it he looks, looks like drunk, there's a
2: really... Like,
0: He's he, he, dreaming out about passed smoking. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> but there seems to be a really sharp delineation between, like, a foreground that looks like like physical trees and a background that looks like a backdrop.
0: Yeah, and I'm not sure where the backdrop ends. Sometimes they call that out in the commentary and sometimes they don't. But I think that that tree closest to us on the left is an actual tree at the set. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: But beyond that, yeah, you're right. It's a little hard to tell. But the shadows that are streaming through look pretty natural. So I imagine there's something back there. I think yeah. I
2: think that the light doesn't look entirely natural but i it's I think that's very intentional like the light here looks magical I think it's meant to mm. give you a sense of kind of a, a protective enchanted grove like this this place that's not entirely in physical reality and it comes as a really sharp contrast with the space that we've just been in that's all yeah. dull rock
3: and another contrast I mean which is probably not as intentional as like you know in this one they do a really good job of Tying the space together, like you know, with like you know, like wide shots where you can see the whole space, you know, and then other shots that are composed into little different parts of it. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, in the previous one, they're almost like having to work you're working off the fact that you can't quite tell where everything is, so you can't tell the impracticalities of what's going on and who's noticing what, and things like that.
2: I think it's that carpet of greenery in the middle, it just really ties the whole space together. No,
3: yeah, yeah, the
0: carpet really, really brings the space together. Yeah
2: really it pulls the whole grove together (laughs) (laughs) but it does look especially for a set it looks very real just in terms of the way the leaves are scattered around and the way the grass is uh, kind of patchy and it's like thicker in places I mean they went out and found real
0: grass and real leaves (laughs) and real pieces of tree to like incorporate into all these sets Mm -hmm. so we're looking at a lot of real greenery it's not like AstroTurf that they've dressed up.
1: <laughs> I feel like we, especially with the upscaling for um, high definition, I feel like we'd be able to tell immediately if it was fake
0: grass. Yeah. Mm, sure. I mean, because, yeah, the upscaling that we, on the DVD, through our Blu-ray player when we watch this now, some mm-hmm. stuff I'm just like, wow, how did I never notice that before? Yeah. <laughs> Why does that look like that? That's not how I remember it.
1: That's crazy how... Technology changes in fifteen years. I
0: don't know how the upscaling decides what it's gonna do to the to, to the to the images. Magic. <laughs> like especially the Balrog. I'm still just so <laughs> weirded out by what the upscaling does to the Balrog. <laughs> just makes his whole like skeleton visible. Hmm. It was weird. But yeah, Pippin oh, no. is just Pippin is just looks drunk. He's just so relaxed and <laughs> It's just you know, I had this wonderful dream. We found a barn full of pipe weed. You were sick. We smoked it all and you got sick. Like Mar- got Mary's sick. like into it and he's sick. smiling and he's like, "Ah, oh, barn full of pipe weed, that sounds great. You got sick. So is Mary what? getting
3: sick like part of the fantasy or <laughs>
0: I think so. Well it's part of it Pippin's superiority fantasy. Because- fantasy exactly it's
2: it's the fantasy of like we did a thing and you completely sucked at it you you know you know who he is in this moment he's joseph telling his brothers oh i had this dream like we all had these cows and my cows kicked your cows butts because my cows are so much better than your cows and mary looks like he's taking it about as well as joseph's brothers took
3: it peregrine of many colors (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately in this version we do not have a multicolored coat, even though we should. We, totally we absolutely should. should.
0: I've talked about this before. My dream is a is a crystalline coat with all Saruman's the lights. Yeah. The <laughs> Saruman in his technicolor dream coat. Yeah.
3: Like in the Bakshi version they kind of try to do it, but they don't quite they can't quite get it. I just it. Imag- I imagine.
0: I, I just always imagined a, a robe like almost like one of those bead doorways that Saruman is wearing, but it's all crystals. It's all perfectly clear crystals that just refract all the light. That's all that I always picture in my head when I read that stuff in the book. Oh, gotcha.
2: My God, now I'm just picturing Christopher Lee like singing, I look handsome, <laughs> I look smart, <laughs> I am a walking work of art. I mean, he could pull that off.
0: Uh, Christopher Lee could have pulled off
3: anything. <laughs>
2: Can he sing? Do we? He know? sang in yeah.
3: Return of Captain Invincible. Yeah. and he released yeah, multiple metal, metal albums. albums. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right, the metal yeah. albums.
2: I am not sure that releasing metal album necessarily qualifies for like <laughs> for Broadway like
0: ballad in. Now okay. I want On a heavy metal Broadway show. No, that's what I no, want. No, I don't. <laughs> I, I
1: don't want a whole show. I just want them to cover that that song from
2: Josephus <laughs> <laughs> and the Technicolor <laughs> Dreamcoat. Uh, as a metal song, as a heavy metal yeah, song, yeah,
0: I could hear that'd that.
1: Be really funny.
0: Milwaukee walking work of art, just like screamed out, <laughs> <laughs> "I'm a walking work of
2: art." Oh, I can, no, you do it in the Cookie Monster voice. I'm a walking work of art.
0: <laughs> no, so
1: <laughs> Have you've we just reminded your me. Podcast.
0: You've just unintentionally <laughs> reminded me of of a video on the internet that makes me laugh speaking of the cookie monster and like deep voices it's someone taking the cookie monster and just playing um tom waits's gods away on business over images of the cookie monster talking and it's glorious because tom waits's voice isn't that far away from the cookie monster
2: on the internet well not only that the person who put that together was a genius because I know Cookie Monster's mouth is just kind of a big flapping thing so you don't have to be super precise about the lip sync but the lip sync on that video it's it's Tom Waits God's Away on business and if you look it up it is freaking convincing, and that is an incredibly dark and tragic and, and terrifying song. Yep. and it really comes across as Cookie Monster singing. But I just—it's one of my favorite. things. It makes
0: me laugh so hard. It's just the when he gets really close to other characters in the frame and says business multiple times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it Just makes me laugh.
2: There's also there's profanity in that song, yeah. and watching that come out of Cookie Monster is so mm-hmm. weird and fascinating.
0: Pippin looks so happy here, and I love Pippin in this moment. complete 180. His face is so (laughs) expressive. We're back to the minute.
2: There's a minute, there's a moment where, like, after he's done describing his dream of I'm awesome and you suck, (laughs) where he snuggles back into the rock, like it's the most comfortable bed imaginable, and he just has this look in his face of, ah, lumpy, mossy, wet rock.
0: Well, I think (laughs) what he's drinking makes him feel more like a tree, and a tree's roots will just find... Where to be That's doesn't true. matter. He's just blending into the natural world around him. That makes a certain amount of sense. I also have a confession. Okay. So I'm scared. It's pronounced draft. <laughs> yes, but it's
3: spelled. Oh, and you thought it was draught for the. I, I
0: I thought it was dropped for so long. Yes,
3: I'm with you there, brother. Very long time. <laughs> and I was just like, how is I that also thought that draft? the uh, that. That the game checkers in England was called draughts at the same time. So yeah. oh.
2: I guess I never thought about that one. I, I just recently saw people having a humongous argument on the internet about whether whether people were dumb for not realizing that draught was pronounced draft and it devolved into a discussion of the English language and how incredibly dumb and broken it is. Mm-hmm. And how hilariously dumb and broken it is. But yeah, that's that's one of those things that like as a fantasy reader, you probably run across that that word really early and then you never hear it actually spoken out loud.
0: Right. Because uh, when you see that word written in real life in America anyway, in it's spelled spelt with an F like when like right. on draft yeah. or draft yeah. beer is with an F.
3: Yeah. So I thought they were two completely different it words me too yeah. for a really
0: long time. I always
2: yeah, uh, well, a, a word that you're probably going to, if you're a fantasy reader, a word that you're gonna come across in childhood is probably not going to immediately associate in your mind with beer and, and <laughs> right. how you go about
0: ordering beer in a bar, right, I mean, but it it looks like the word caught. yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. English is stupid <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because there's like six ways to pronounce a gh, sure that's dumb i
1: feel like that's not like i don't know cuz i read a, a bunch as a kid and i couldn't say like like rendezvous like i had no idea right. to say that word right.
0: i mean my favorite example of the english language being stupid is that phonetically you can spell fish g o t i
1: that makes me upset. oh yeah that's a good one <laughs> yeah
2: Yeah, there have been some really amazing poems that have come out of the sheer brokenness of English and the way you can pronounce. You can see the same set of letters and they're pronounced like eight different ways.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I had to clear the air there and like get that out It's a confession. (laughs) Sure. I thought that that word was draught. (laughs) (laughs) Virtually, like for like virtually 80% of my life. Legit. Just like, you know, until... You know, probably most Harry Potter people until that first movie came out thought it was like Hermione or some other weird way to Hermione. say that. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you're and like snappy. nine and you see that on a page, it's like what the hell does that sound like? Oh. <laughs>
2: Good old Hermione and uh, Severus Snappy. Snappy!
0: <laughs>
1: Severus. Or sev- Severus. Severus.
2: Severus Snappy. <laughs>
0: Snap think I mean, <laughs> That's
2: the really saucy version of the character. Severus
0: I'm remembering snape. the. Uh, Dumbly Dore. <laughs> All bus Dumbly Dore. Oh my
1: gosh.
0: That sounds like a Dr. Seuss character.
2: <laughs> All bus.
0: All bus. Dumbly Dore oh is like God. one of the lyrics in the Who songs, right? Oh my
2: gosh. Are we going to try to mispronounce Ron too?
1: <laughs> Weasily.
3: Weasel. Yeah, there's. Yeah, it's already as bad as it's gonna get. It, really.
0: Rowan Weasley. You just you just can't say Harry Potter wrong. Like there's. there's everyone knows those 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 names. Yeah, those words. Yeah.
1: Um. The the face that Pippin makes when he's dreaming about tobacco. Uh. What I wouldn't give her. <laughs> I don't know if it's really tobacco. I. I um. I'm gonna say it's tobacco. Uh,
0: <laughs> what the, I wouldn't give for a whiff of old Toby. The, the
1: face that he makes a though whiff. is not—it's not, it's not um, yearning. It's just like he's got something unpleasant under his nose. Like the the, the grin that he has is not quite. It's more of there. a grimace. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting choice, I guess.
0: <laughs>
2: oh. Also, out of context, uh, memory like rhapsodizing about a whiff of old toby
3: just reads really <laughs> you remember old toby don't you well,
2: we, we we just had sam talking about like what his old gaffer would think about this. and it's it reads the same way a oh, whiff of old toby a <laughs> sniff of old, old gaffer <laughs> Oh my god! Basically, I just want to go back to the Shire and smell all the old
0: people. (laughs) Right? Like, did we ever meet Old Toby? Is there better in the Shire?
1: (laughs) He's probably one of the patrons in the pub.
0: Old Toby, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Gaffer. That's Frodo and Sam. This here's Old Toby. (laughs)
3: <laughs> this year's young Toby I don't but, hold with new things. This, this year's real real great. old Toby. Real old Toby. And this year's dead Toby. <laughs> and then there's young Toby, who's actually their grandfather.
2: By the way, young Toby does not smell good. <laughs> like do not get up I mean, on I mean,
3: I just think of the
0: joke from Up at Treasure Island anytime yeah, someone's referred Tom, to as like real old, old somebody, like that's my brain immediately is just like, oh yeah, dead Tom. <laughs> like, and I laughed to myself.
2: Oh my gosh. I just think of uh, Terry Pratchett and Wee Jock and Nasa Wee Jock and Weir than Wee Jock, but not so wee as Weir Jock. <laughs> like all of these characters with relative to each other size names. That's
0: funny. I haven't read a lot of Terry Pratchett. Pretty much only read The Hogfather. <laughs>
2: You know, it's uh, it's really interesting to me sometimes, like, a lot of people who are Pratchett fans are completists, but if you get somebody that's only read one or two Pratchett books, it's it's literally, it's like the uh, Seven Savants and the Elephant. Like, if you just grab one book of, of uh, Terry Pratchett's, you've basically grabbed onto the elephant's tail and you think the elephant's shaped like a snake, because... Despite the fact that he wrote consistently in this one world and, and mostly in this one city, the books are radically different in tone and in intent and just a lot of other things. And he got more and more serious and sophisticated as he went along, but some of those early books are very very goofy and slight, and some of the later ones are very serious and involved fantasy. It's, mm. uh, it's really interesting. And I've seen um
0: and I've seen the the color of magic, uh. Is it a mini-series? It's like a made-for-TV movie or something like that?
2: Uh, I never saw... I've only seen a couple of uh, adaptations. I know there's been a a handful of British adaptations of his work, but I think the only ones I've ever seen are uh, the animated ones. Mm.
0: Yeah, I feel like I should get more invested in Terry Pratchett. I liked The Hogfather. I mean, I've been meaning to get around to reading all kinds of fantasy
3: books. Right. And yet that Good Omens movie is finally happening someday right? I,
2: I think it's a mini series. Yeah. That's been oh, totally sorry. going to happen for like 20 years. Well, <laughs> so They've been
1: filming it. Like I like Neil Gaiman's been like tweeting updates with like David Tennant as um, the the demon character. Um, and I think it's a mini series that they're working on.
2: Yeah, I've just gotten to a point of I'll believe it when I when see, see it. When you see like about... actual, like
1: an actual trailer.
2: <laughs> no, no. When I'm when I'm sitting in the oh, theater, okay. <laughs> and sometimes not even that. I don't even believe it until it's actually the the closing there credits. You go. Closing <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes I'm convinced that an hour in they'll just be like, and then they canceled it. We're done. Or that, or that hour. you're actually
0: dreaming your trip to the theater. <laughs> <laughs> oh sure, dreaming I got of. The... Sick.
2: It was, oh, Bob, it was such a great dream. I was in a theater full (laughs) of Terry Pratchett adaptations and you were there. You ate too much popcorn. You got sick. (laughs) Basically, you suck at watching movies. There's not a ton going on in this minute. There's a a beautiful, complicated backdrop that they're moving around in. There's a lot of color. There's a lot of exploration of the space. But it's mostly just Pippin being goofy and Mary being worried. Yes. right. Right.
0: This is is a, a stunning set. Really, the more you look at it, the more detail there is. Oh, I know and it's just endless. It's then nice. this isn't in the theatrical. They're just like, oh no, we don't need this.
3: Because the <laughs> first
0: you know, thing that the it. first thing that winds up on the cutting room floor is comedy moments.
1: Yeah. Though so I ah. like, I I want more Mary and Pippin because I feel like they're they're rel- they're still relevant to the story, but it it's not their time mm-hmm. to be the hero yet. So I understand right. why they cut it.
0: Right, because, like, they, they have this big deal with getting the ants to move, and, like, that's important, but we can cut a lot of this other stuff out. Yeah. And then in the third movie, I mean, I mentioned this already, like, there's not enough with Mary and Eowyn. Oh, yeah. There's just not enough. Pippin gets plenty, like, in my opinion, Pippin gets plenty of screen time in Return of the King in the extended edition. But even in the extended edition, Mary doesn't get enough time with Eowyn on screen. Mm-hmm it doesn't build to like their moment in the the battle where they kill the witch king enough
1: i i do i do like the inclusion of this scene um in contrast to the frodo and sam scene because like frodo and sam are like hobbits pushed to like the limits of like i don't know hobbits and then we have hobbits being hobbits being hobbits yeah, yeah. <laughs> right Just joking
2: i hate it I hate it for a lot of reasons and most of them are in the next minute okay. <laughs> so I don't I don't want to jump the gun yeah, too no much because there's a lot that happens tomorrow that I'm just like I, I loathe Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: did you watch ahead like beyond our minutes too because there's something that happens after that that I think you'd like even less So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I watched through the end of the scene oh okay cool I know sometimes in movie by movies by minutes podcast you're not supposed to acknowledge that the movie continues. Oh no, we you we, have we to, uh, the we're really Legend. bad about
0: that. So I, <laughs> I really I'm really bad about
3: that. I get ahead of myself. Cuz I'm very It's a fun device every once in a while when there's like half a we don't have any interrupted lines really but you know it's like the uh in the Star Wars Minute guys where uh, they get they got as far as the uh, I love <laughs> and like oh what does Leia love? I don't know. And when it was like the eighties, you know? <laughs> <laughs> cocaine. That's really funny.
0: Yeah, I'm
2: uh, honestly, I'm I'm very fond of the movies by minute thing where where people are like, and then they live happily ever after. Surely, after this minute, this seems like a really nice resolution. Well, in
3: this case, it's sort of like Mary's worried over nothing. You know, doubtless this you know idyllic comedy scene wouldn't turn into a near like an almost pointless death like two minutes from now. <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, at the moment, he is kind of like, this This minute ends with him staring off screen like, oh my gosh. And we're not coming back to him actually seeing a concrete thing.
3: Yeah. <laughs> like this weird just noise. Just and then he's just like, oh no, I'm going to die. This is where I die. <laughs> it's like, we're far away from anybody who we have any idea who they are.
2: You know, you're not being devoured by orcs right at this moment, Mm -hmm. so if I were you, I'd count your blessings and dream of Pipebead. That's right.
0: You know, think about a whiff of old Toby and you'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) smells bring back memories. (laughs) Thanks for joining us again today, guys. Oh, what were you going to say? Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say.
2: I, I honestly, I could see them debating in the editing room whether this was a scene that could go or not, and then just going back to a whiff of old Toby and going, "All right, that's, that's, yeah, this this one's got
0: to go." That's too easy to make fun of. <laughs> uh, I think you're right. That makes sense to me. Even Peter Jackson went. Mm, that's too much.
1: But meets back on the <laughs> place was, was, uh But feasible. that was cool.
3: Yeah. His tweet is mega tweet. <laughs>
2: Tree. It's pronounced tree.
3: You Are you <laughs> making a wait? 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 Well, was that a reference? The the mega twee, not to, not to anything in particular. Okay.
2: <laughs> you're you're not you're not referring to tree beard as a mega twee. <laughs> no, I
3: was
0: <laughs> not on purpose. I was thinking of an Adult Swim cartoon that uses that phrase a lot. Oh. It uses oh. mega twee. Yes. Which one is that? Um. Oh, what's it called? Perfect hair forever. That's the name of it.
3: Ah. Hmm, I've seen weird. a little bit of that. Right. <laughs> Moving on from <laughs> my teenage years. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> Thanks for joining us again today guys.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Oh, you're welcome. It was wonderful. Uh, anyone who wants to join in on our on our conversations can go to our Facebook listener group, The Fellowship of the Mic. Mm-hmm. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Or the podcatcher of your choice. And if you'd be so kind, you can leave us a five-star review. You should also check out Immunities and the Next Picture Show podcast and leave them reviews, too.
3: (laughs) Please.
2: And where should people go if they want to join in on the uh, Joseph and the Amazing Dreamcoat, Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat sing along?
3: <laughs> Probably just add a dot com to the end of that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really wonder what. Technic- it's massively multiplayer. I wonder what technicolor brings you to. Oh
1: gosh.
3: <laughs> Thanks
0: again, guys. Yeah. Hope everyone's having fun, and we'll be back tomorrow with minute seventy. Yay Friday! Yay, Friday. <laughs> Bye.
3: Bye.